0: Hey, this is Steve Agee at Toronto Comic-Con reminding you that if you're going to geek out, geek hard.
1: Card right here on Reality Radio one oh one And now right to your geeks, Andrew Young and mister Green
2: Walk down the right street in Geekardville and you get just about anything. Except to Mr. Green. We don't have one of those right now. Welcome to Geek Card. I'm Andrew Young. Uh, this week, uh, we are greenless once again. Although we had a little bit of green last week thanks to pre-recorded stuff, but, uh, Mr. Green is still off due to, uh, due to an ailment, which I'll let him explain when he finally does make it back here. If he'd make it back here at all. Ooh, ominous. No, he's okay. Well, I'll, you know, He's okay as he can be. Anyways, he'll be back. He'll be back at some point. But for now, we're going to shoulder on tonight. we got a great show for you. Uh, later on in the program, uh, you're going to get to hear us talk with Connie Wang, the star of Tokens, a uh, digital series, a web series that is up for a number of Canadian screen awards. And so we're going to talk to her about the nominations, about the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're also going to be giving our review of John Wick Chapter 4. It's the fourth time. I, I can't believe there's there's a four. Wow. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're also going to be talking. You're going to hear my interview in just a moment with Steve Agee. Yes, that's right. Dyebeard, John Economist from Peacemaker. He's going to be talking to me. We had a talk at Toronto Comic-Con. It was a great experience we're talking about that. Talk a little bit about New Girl. I always like talking a little about a little bit about new girls from outside Dave. Uh, But as I said tonight, green is not here. And so I needed to have somebody talk with me tonight. And I thought who better than the third man of geek card, a man who actually hasn't had to do this job of stepping as the third man for quite some time. Welcome back to the program. My co-writer on new comics every week at Show.com, Mr. Chris Johnson.
3: Hey, thanks for having me. I had to like poke me awake because I was hibernating. Since the last time I had to step in,
2: yeah, that's right. We have like this box that's uh, yeah. like a cryogenic chamber. with we yeah. in it's, it. It's,
3: it's like Winter Soldier, but shittier. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like
2: I bring about like <laughs> comics, <laughs> cosplay. <laughs> I use all these different words, and yeah. finally, he's Star like, Wars, Star Wars, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Impressions. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, and then I, then I snap out of it. At first, I want to murder you immediately. Because oh, I've yeah. been, because I've been woken up and I don't like that.
2: And also because I'm the one who puts you in the box. Yeah. Time.
3: And, and I remembered. So <laughs> you got to make me forget it. And now, but you're reminding me again. So, you know, yeah,
2: yeah. Urge to kill it, rising. You're, you're on a screen far away from me. Yeah, right that's now.
3: right. That's right. I can't, we, I don't probably. have to
2: deal with this until I put you back in the box. <laughs> so we're okay. We're okay. That's
3: right. That's right. Just put a cheeseburger in there and I'll, I'll go willingly.
2: There we go. There we go. You're giving me tips right there. man. That's there right. We, this yeah. is
3: what I do. I'm helpful. That's why I'm, I'm here to help you tonight. You
2: are here to From, help me tonight. Yeah, yeah, Especially, you know, of course, I can't think of a bigger John Wick fan. So, Oh, hell yeah, good, baby. Good, good fill-in for tonight. <laughs> We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, you'll get to hear my interview with Steve Agee right here on the program, Geek Guard Radio Radio
1: 101. We've been hiding in the shadows. We've been biding our time. We've been running from the devil. Just trying to make it.
2: Hey, everybody. Jimmy the Short Order Cook here, asking you, what's better than listening to Geek Hard? Answer, listen to Geek Hard while wearing a Geek Hard T-shirt. And there's a place you can get them at tpublic.com slash user slash card. We got a bunch of great shirts there. We got card shirts. We got a Mr. Green's Tasty Meat shirt. Hell, we got a Back Issue Bloodbath shirt. For all your geek needs with your geek merch, you want to go to tpublic.com slash user slash card. I'm not just asking you. I'm telling you.
1: Welcome back to Geek Card, right here on Reality Radio 101. And now back to Geek Card with your host Andrew Young.
2: Welcome back to Geek Card, Andrew Young and Mr. Green here. It's uh, it's a good time. Mr. Green is not here. Instead is my good friend Chris Johnson. Welcome Hi. back to the program. Hello. How hey. are you doing? Good. You doing all right? I'm doing fine. That's good. You know, it's great. You you feel it in your bones. I feel it in my bones. In my cockles. The sub subcockles. <laughs> exactly. That's right. That's exactly. right. Well, yes, you so know, we got Chris Johnson back here tonight um and later on you're going to get to hear us do a whole lot of show, but before that just want to remind you, folks, that if you like what you hear and you want to hear more and you want more from us, there's a place you can go. Teep, uh, no, sorry, you can buy a shirt from Public, but no, <laughs> Patreon.com slash card You go there, you sign up, become a Geek again, you know, you'll be helping us make this great show. And in the same time, you'll be getting great content, including the pilot for a, a uh an experimental (laughs) podcast that we have going on, which we haven't done a second episode for yet. The January men. Oh yeah. Where we take a, uh, we take a film that one of us likes the other one hates and the other two are kind of indifferent for, and we kind of debate it. Chris of course is one of the January men along with myself. Yeah, man. Yeah. You could hear that, uh, that pilot where we talk about the movie, the January man.
3: Yeah. It's, it's, I thought it was really, I thought it was really funny. I, 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 really, I really enjoyed it too i highly recommend you know sign up sign up for a month listen to january men and then if you want to come
2: back keep coming back maybe that's right that's right it's it uh, it's actually it's endorsed by three of the four hosts of the january Men. <laughs> jay torres still won't endorse anything
3: jay torres <laughs> i was gonna say he doesn't endorse anything so that's not really yeah, exactly yeah, exactly everything's yeah. awful
2: <laughs> Definitely. And of course, uh, there are uh, episodes of Extra Hard there as well. Mr. Green's podcast where he talks about films, TV shows, actors, directors with a very special guest. And they dig deep down, they peel back the layers, find out the true meaning of Christmas. Uh, it's uh, it's a great time. There's a bunch of episodes there. Mm-hmm. You can go sign up. Patreon.com yeah. slash And all this will be yours and more. My yeah. kingdom for a Patreon subscription right there. Uh, but uh, but now we're actually going to get into our first interview of the night. As I mentioned on last week's show, when I was uh, hanging out with Petula Neal, uh, both myself and my Back Issue Bloodbath co-host Patula Neal went to Toronto Comic-Con. We came, we saw, we conquered. We talked to a lot of comic creators. Those interviews are going to be coming up on uh, Back Issue Bloodbath in upcoming weeks. But I also got the chance to talk with actor Steve Agee, who plays John Economist on Peacemaker, and was also in the Suicide Squad, the good one, as not mm-hmm, only John mm-hmm, Economist, mm-hmm. but also the body of yeah. King Shark. Yeah, yeah. And the so, body, the body. Yes, Steve, not the Ventura, body. Though. Ag. Yeah,
3: <laughs> exactly, exactly.
2: The first yeah, thing yeah. he says to me is like, "Let me tell you something, mean Gene." But anyways,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that guy is a crazy guy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's my shitty uh, Jesse Ventura impression.
2: That's okay. <laughs> we all got we all got shitty Jesse Venturas in us. Let's hear. Hopefully, it. hopefully, I don't. I don't know <laughs> what is this.
3: That's pretty good. The no problem, gorilla.
2: The yeah. problem is gorilla is that everything I said back in the eighties is now a racial slur, <laughs> so I can't say an actual word he said. But anyway, there you go.
3: There you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, but uh, but yeah, no, got to talk with uh, with Steve Agee at the show at Toronto Comic Con. Let's take a listen to that right now. So I'm here with Steve Agee. Yes. How you doing at the Toronto Comic-Con this weekend? I'm
0: great. We're on the last day, so I'm a little bit tired, but uh, it's been awesome. I've yeah. had a blast, yeah.
2: One of the last times you were here in Toronto, it was for the filming of the viewing. The uh, Yeah, Cabinet Guillermo del
0: Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Yeah, that was October 2021, 20, I believe we shot that.
2: That episode, such a cool Thanks. 70s yeah. vibe. I loved it. And... What I was amazed at is that yeah, you got a little bit of horror and you know sci-fi at the end of it, but the most of it, a good thirty minutes of the episode is just six people having a, a conversation. conversation. yeah. What was it like to shoot that <laughs> uh, that episode?
0: It was weird because yeah, most of that episode, most of it, like three quarters of that episode <laughs> was sitting in a living room talking. So it really took a lot of memorizing. Usually. You know, like when we shoot Peacemaker, it's like a bunch of very short scenes. And this was, yeah, the first three quarters of that kind of ended up being one long scene. So I'm not used to memorizing that much stuff at once. But, we, I mean, we shot for three weeks, which was good. We needed that (laughs) that time because Panos Cosmatos, who was the director, who also did Mandy, one of my favorite movies, he has very specific looks and angles that he wants to shoot at. But, yeah, that I have, I've not had to shoot a scene that long ever before.
2: Yeah, and it was crazy also because, like, you got you, you got Eric Andre, you got Charlene Yee, all very good comedic performers in this kind of very stylized drama. Yeah, yeah. What was it like to, you know, were you able to... To really stretch your muscles there?
0: Yeah. Well, I had just done suicide, or, uh, Peacemaker. So I had that, my last episode of Peacemaker had a big, long, dramatic yeah, yeah, yeah. monologue. So I was able to, yeah, I, I'm lucky I had that as kind of a prep for me to try some quote-unquote dramatic acting. <laughs> yeah, it was weird that we had three comedians in there yeah. doing non-comedic work. It was... Yeah. Uh, I'm glad for those opportunities, though. Yeah, no, totally.
2: And uh, your character kind of had a Hunter S. Thompson kind of vibe to it. Yeah,
0: I think that's what he was looking for, like a yeah, a Hunter S. Thompson Hemingway type uh, weirdo. It was really fun. It was so fun to do.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, I gotta say, the uh, the ending there, very uh, Indiana Jones.
0: Yeah, don't look at the arc, Marion. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's heads were exploding. Spoilers. Oh man.
2: What's, um, you brought up Peacemaker, and yeah. uh, of course, John Economist, great yeah. character. Yeah. Uh, of Thanks. course, the nickname Diebeard, which, you know, it's,
0: I, it's stuck too. It's so
2: crazy that it comes from you having to do that look for Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad, having to keep it the entire time, even when you're shooting the King Shark stuff. And then, it, were you s- amazed at how what started out as kind of a joke? turned into such a moment of pathos
0: for you. sad, like, yeah. reveal. Yeah, when we shot Suicide Squad, John Economist is a real character from the yes. comic books, which I didn't know. And he's got a beard, so James is like, grow your beard out. And then I showed up to Atlanta to start shooting and he's like, "I, we gotta darken it, because my beard is pretty gray. Mm. So we darkened it and then he was looking at it. We hadn't started shooting it, and he was like, You know what, I think it would be funny if we dyed it so dark that it was obvious that you dyed it, but we never addressed it during the movie, so it was really weird that I had this jet black beard, and then when the series happened, he's like, get ready to dye your beard again. This time, like, super obvious, like, we we added roots, like, gray roots, so it looked, it looked dyed, and... I was like, oh man, I gotta do seven more months of this. Cause it is weird we when we were not shooting, I'm walking around town with this horrific looking beard. <laughs> and um but when I read the last episode I was like, Oh my god, this is yeah. so sad. Like it was it was incredible. It totally paid off after, you know, two two and a half years of me having to do that. Um Yeah, it was i'm curious to see where we go with season two with the beard like yeah because i've now admitted that i dye the beard so maybe i don't have to have it dyed anymore i don't know
2: maybe, like, maybe. yeah no yeah. definitely now of course working with james gunn you know you've done it for a while a number of projects now james is uh
0: james gunn it's never heard he's of a him director we sean gunn just walked over here <laughs> james gunn is your brother sean Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. See, he's, his uh, his mother used to be married to my father. Oh, that's that makes sense. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Cameo. There you go. There
2: you go. Oh, my gosh. But uh, now, of course, James uh, has ascended to kind of like the big seat for uh, DC. He's in got an important job room.
0: now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So
2: at this point, are you kind of hoping that uh, – and some of these other projects that, hey, maybe like in Superman, King Shark should show up where you know John Economist should make an appearance. I
0: mean, he's definitely creating a universe where all these entities exist, yeah. you know, in the same space. So it wouldn't be surprising if it happens. He's released some of his plan for the next 10 years, probably not even half of it, though. So I wouldn't rule it out. And I would love to play King Shark again, too, by the way. Yeah. Well,
2: that was the thing, like, uh, with the the King Shark, you know, watching it, yeah. seeing the mannerisms you gave yeah. him. Like, I really love the tugging of the shorts.
0: That <laughs> is so crazy that you mentioned that because for the first, like, week or two, I was just in, like, a spandex bodysuit. And yeah. then one day I showed up in the wardrobe department's like, hey, can you wear these shorts <laughs> over your bodysuit? It's kind of weird. <laughs> You know, it's kind of weird that you, yeah, well, you can use your imagination. And so I had these shorts that were just a little too big. So whenever I was running around, I had to keep pulling them up. And then when I saw the movie, I was like, oh, my God, they kept all of me as King Shark, like, pulling up his shorts. because, And I was like, oh, that was just... Me, Steve, with loose fitting pants, and they worked it into King Shark's mannerism. Yeah, that's which gotta be awesome, awesome that it
2: became a, a character <laughs> yeah. trait of the character. Yeah. That's great. That is really cool. Now, outside of your recent work, yeah. probably one of my favorite characters you've ever played is Outside Day. No,
0: I, I you gotta love Outside Day. <laughs> yeah.
2: Only appeared 13 times, but in yeah. New Girl fans' minds, he's almost just right under the main cast.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, we're sitting here at a convention and. You know, these are mainly like comic book related, but people, half the people who come up are like, I love New Girl. I love Outside Dave. So, yeah, it's it is weird because I only did 13 episodes of that show that ran for what, seven seasons, seven or eight seasons.
2: Yeah, but they spaced them out. So,
0: yeah, we do like (laughs) two or three a season. There was one season In fact, it was the season we were shooting Suicide Squad that I couldn't... They had episodes they wanted me to do, but I was in Atlanta and I couldn't do them. So Uh. there's one season that I'm not even in.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. Out of all the appearances of Outside Dave, do you have a particular favorite?
0: Yeah, wow. That's a tough one. There's an episode where... uh, It might have been the second episode... The first one is just really quick, and it was just supposed to be the only time you see outside Dave, but they liked him so much they kept bringing him back. Mm. But I think the second episode, Max and Lamour decide to get outside Dave to go break up a date. And so they invite me into their house, and I immediately, as soon as they open the door, I run into the bathroom and lock myself in. So there's like... It's one of the few episodes where outside Dave is actually indoors, and that was really fun. Sure. My friend Lynn Shelton um, directed that episode, so it was that was a really special episode. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, uh, another one where you were inside that is one of my personal favorites is when you were helping Jess out um, uh, campaigning on the phone with the muffins, mashing the muffin, mashing the muffin, yeah, mashing the muffin. into the receiver. That was my sec-
0: That's my second one, because I think that's the same one where we're at a like a town hall meeting and uh, Max Greenfield's complaining that his suit is too small and I'm, he's like, I need a new tailor. And outside Dave, I improvise this line, I go, I got a guy, I'll give you his number. It's seven. <laughs> outside Dave was nuts.
2: Outside Dave, so with, with a character like Outside Dave, you must have enjoyed the creative freedom to get to drop oh, yeah. in lines like that, eh?
0: Yeah, because it's Outside Dave was always just the button at the end of a scene. Like yeah. someone would be talking very serious and the camera would widen out and you'd see they were talking to me and I would have one funny line and that was it. And so we'd always ha- have like a written line, but then they would have like a ton of other lines. Try this line, try this line, and I would get to improvise lines. So it was it was a really fun job. I'm, I'm sad to see that show go. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, no, I think that's the reason why New Girl remains great, though. Yeah. Went
0: out on a high note. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Exactly.
2: Now, of course, aside from acting and comedy, uh, you're also one hell of a photographer.
0: Oh, you're thanks. a lot nice. of,
2: <laughs> I, you, you capture some amazing portraits. Like when you're, you know, out there. Like I caught some of the ones that you took okay. of other comedians at South Southwest yeah, yeah. and stuff. Thank you. There's something about it that you capture the. Because, like, in every comedian, there's a little bit of sadness. And somehow you yeah. capture both, both the, the comedy and the sadness in your show. Yeah, shots.
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I started taking photos when I was a writer on Jimmy Kimmel Live. And uh, I realized I had all this access to the backstage area and, like, really cool guests. And I had full access to the stage when bands would play. So I bought a camera. Didn't really know much about how they worked. and uh, But I also had, like, you know eight cameramen on set who i'd just be like uh what is a shutter speed do and what's iso and they would gladly tell me so i learned everything from like dps and camera operators
2: that's pretty awesome yeah Having your yeah. own personal photography class yeah
0: it was amazing yeah it was really cool
2: that's very cool so what's next for steve ag
0: well that you can talk about of course peacemaker season two is happening. It- kind of keeps getting shuffled around because james is making this new timeline for dc but um i think that's the next thing i can talk about and that's probably happening sometime late this year or next year cool fingers cool. crossed <laughs> cool.
2: and uh, like you getting out doing stand-up or anything like that
0: i've started doing stand-up again i didn't do it during the whole pandemic and then Last weekend I was in Austin, Texas at South by Southwest doing stand-up for the first time in years. And I was there with friends like uh, Eric Andre and Reggie Watts and uh, had a blast. So, yeah, I'll start doing that a lot more
2: that's awesome that's yeah, great because yeah. you're, you're a very funny man sir thanks dude i like you getting back up there that's fantastic yeah,
0: yeah it feels good
2: well thank you so much for talking with us absolutely and uh really looking forward to of course the next season of peacemaker me too <laughs> everything else you got <laughs> covered The other points. Thanks, man i appreciate right. it have a good one yeah yeah. bye everybody so that was my interview with steve agee of course you can see steve agee in the hbo max series peacemaker um and uh, stay tuned for the second season of that uh Do you ever watch The New Girl, Chris?
3: Yes, uh, I have watched New Girl, and it's one of my wife's like all time favorite shows. I enjoy it as well, but she's like a super fan. So, yes, I've seen right. quite a bit of. it. Do New you Girl.
2: have a an outside Dave moment that's your personal favorite? Uh,
3: I mean, uh, every I, I don't know, man. Every time he shows up, I enjoy it. I don't I don't have a specific one. I haven't seen the episodes enough time just to kind of internalize that stuff.
2: Right, of course. <laughs> but I, I do understand. enjoy
3: the character when he appears. For sure.
2: Yeah, no, great character, great character. We got an email in from Lenora C. that says, where's Green? Green's not here, man. He's uh, in our hearts. He's he is in our, our hearts. hearts. Yes. Wherever you are, yeah. Green will be with you.
3: When you think of Green, he's there.
2: He's there. But yeah. no, he's uh, he's out right now. There's uh, He's got problems with his eye. He'll, when he comes back, I'll let him explain the epic tale. But right now, just, hey, as I said before, send emails to geekartshow at gmail.com or tweet him at jggreen with your well wishes Tell him you, you're hoping he gets better, and you hope he gets back yes. soon.
3: because even though he's a curmudgeon, he 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 does he does enjoy positive.
2: Ah, he's know. not that curmudgeonly <laughs> anymore. I think it's I think it's kind of because we, we've hung out with Jay Torres so many times.
3: <laughs> so by comparison, so it's yeah. not so much that he's he's softened. It's that in comparison to Jay Torres, <laughs> you now have another fucking yardstick that makes it seem not so bad.
2: Yeah, yeah. All
3: I'm saying is he, even though there's that tough exterior. Inside is a squishy human being that still yeah. wants your your kind words. So yeah, I,
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let them know you care. Let them know yeah. you care. Yeah, show at gmail dot com and at Green on Twitter. Definitely. Uh, we got another email in from Don S who says, "Hey to Chris."
1: Hey. How about-
2: how about an Arnold for us?
3: Yeah. So this is fantastic. All you have to do is ask. And here I am. I'm going to smash the show. I'm going to do some big pumps. I'm going to get the muscles going. You're going to see the veins, the vascularity. It's going to be fantastic.
2: <laughs> That's great. How do you, how do you feel about, uh, about people eating too much pork?
3: It is impossible. You can never eat too much pork. The pork is delicious. You know, you can make his other white meat. You can make all the things with it. You did the pork loin. You could do ribs. You could do like a, uh, some kind of pork roast. It's it's uh, it's unbelievable. Or you could eat, just roast the whole pig and eat it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
2: I have,
3: I have done that as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Okay. Fair enough.
3: Yeah. You got to bulk up, you know.
2: Of course. You got to bulk yeah. up. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, thank you, Arnold, for joining us.
3: No problem. Yeah. Any time.
2: We also got another email from Melinda A. who says, Keanu nailed it as usual at 10. So that's an early review hey. for John Wick Chapter 4. We're going to take a commercial break right now. When we come back, we're going to hear what myself and Mr. Chris Johnson think of John Wick Chapter 4. And, of course, if you want to email us at geekartshowajima.com with your thoughts on the film, please do. It's all happening right here Geekard and Reality Radio 101. Remember when you used to go to the comic shop and browse through the stacks, picking up comic after comic, talking to your fellow customers and the store owner about what books you should buy? What kind of outside people daywalker nonsense are you talking about? I don't go outside. Well, thank goodness for Back Issue Bloodbath with Andrew Young and Petula Neal, where we talk about comics old and new, mostly old, but sometimes new. Every Wednesday, new episodes drop at geekartshow.com or wherever you catch your pots. Check it out and have yourself a good...
1: Welcome back to Geek Card right here on Reality Radio 101. And now back to Andrew Young.
2: Welcome back to the show, Andrew Young and guest host Chris Johnson here, filling in for Mr. Green, who's dealing with uh, some eye issues. He'll be back soon. Uh, we'll keep you up to date. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, geez. This is I'm just getting this in now. We have a special guest. What uh, who wants to come on and talk about how the biggest mistake of their life was turning down the John Wick role. Please welcome to the program a guy we haven't on for a long time, Matthew McConaughey.
4: All right, all right, all right.
2: How's it going, Matthew?
4: It's going all right. How's it going, brother? How it's you? going good. It's
2: going good. So yeah, you you were telling me that you we're up for the role of John Wick originally, and you passed on it?
4: Yeah, well, that was the word on the street. You know, Chad Zahowski had the idea. He's like, hey, man, I'm getting out of the old Stuntman game. I got this other idea for this character called John Wick. It's going to be a character that has does a lot of gunplay, has a lot of uh, skills to make the kills, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he said to me, you know, it would be great for that, a slick motherfucker like yourself, Matthew McConaughey. And I said, hey, man, that sounds like too much for me. And I turned it down. And now all these years later, ten, ten years later, here I see Keanu Reeves the most beloved man in the world. Uh that could have been they, you. That could, could have, have been, been you. I could have been the most beloved man in the world. Instead, I'm just making weird weird videos on the internet and on YouTube, man. Just all, all day, every day.
2: Yeah, but they're entertaining.
4: They are entertaining. I listen, I'm not saying I'm not entertaining, but I'm saying, hey, John Wick, baby, could have been me. Could have been me.
2: Yeah, but you've had a great life. You you can't regret things. You
4: can, I, I, if, I, out of
2: all the people I know, I would think you would be the one who'd say no regrets.
4: I got two regrets. There's only two: not yeah. playing John Wick and not playing uh, Louis the Lilac. That's the other one.
2: Yeah, Louis the Lilac. My God. Yeah, you would be might, great, Louis.
4: Someday, someday it might happen. Someday. Yeah. Hey, hey have you hey, talked hey. to James Gunn was about a Louis say, the James, Lilac James, show? James Gunn, listen, listen, James Gunn. I want I, listen coming close. Coming close. I want to play Louis the Lilac. I want to play Louis the Lilac. Just think say that in your head. All right, say that in your head three, four, five times before you go to sleep every single night. Matthew McConaughey, Louis the Lilac. Make it happen. Twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six, twenty twenty seven, twenty twenty eight, twenty twenty nine, twenty thirty I'll probably be too old. But before then.
2: Right yeah, now. but was it wasn't the original Louis the Lilac played by like Milton Burrow? So in, that was old. So you could it, still pull it off old
4: in 2030. I'm planning on hammering myself into a coffin and never uh, no one's ever going to see me again. So,
2: oh, OK, well, it's good <laughs> to have goals there. Uh, <laughs> thanks a lot, Matthew. It was great hearing from you again.
4: All right. Always a pleasure, brother. Anytime you let me know, you just give me a ring on the red. Uh, the actually the purple Louis lilac phone. I'll come right back.
2: I'll, I'll that. do that. I'll do uh, that.
4: All right. Take it. easy.
2: Yeah. Oh, hey, Chris, you're back. You were, you were at the bathroom. You missed, uh, Matthew McConaughey. He was just oh, here.
3: Oh, fuck. Are you serious? Yeah. That motherfucker owes me like 50 bucks. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, he, yeah. He's, so, he probably heard me coming back. He probably heard, heard the flush and he's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Cause that guy, I owe that guy $50, man.
2: Oh my gosh. Well,
3: and like he has it. He has it, right? <laughs> like he has it. He's Matthew McConaughey. He has it. Yeah. The 50 he bucks. definitely has the. 50 it's a bucks. choice. Yeah. It's a choice. He's choosing not to give it to me. He's choosing to. Go, he's
2: man. It's a strong choice. It is. It's a strong choice. What an asshole. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, man. Jeez. <laughs> wow, I'm I'm learning new sides of uh, Matthew Conahan tonight that I didn't Listen, know existed. Man. That he regrets things. That he owes you yeah. fifty bucks. Well, <laughs> that man is a mystery. I'll tell you. He's that.
3: a menace. God damn it. He's a he's a, <laughs> he's a, <laughs> he's a, he's a menace. He's a fucking menace.
2: Oh my god. Well. uh <laughs> All the same, it was great that he came by. I
3: hey man, it's always you know like that's cool that you got to talk to him and you enjoy talking to him. But that yeah. he's in my shit, he's on my shit list, dude.
2: Okay, all right, that's cool, man. Just that's let cool. you know. I'm ca- yeah, ca- yeah, yeah. Well, now I'm going to move to happier times. Oh yeah, and that's uh, of course time about John Wick a Chapter Four. Uh, of course, if you want to send in your emails with your reviews. Email us mm. at Show at gmail.com. Uh, but we're mm-hmm. going to get into it. John Wick Chapter 4, currently in theaters, directed by Chad Stalhensky. Is that how you pronounce it? Stalhensky?
3: Stahelski. Stahelski. There he is. Stahelski. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Written yeah, by Shane
2: Hatton, Michael Finch, and Derek <laughs> Kalstud. The uh, fourth installment in the John Wick saga produced by 8711 Entertainment, Summit Entertainment, i Thunder Road Pictures and distributed by Lionsgate here to read the synopsis for John Wick chapter four is a good friend, the old man. Hey,
3: how's it going? Hey, old man. Oh, it's you. Yeah. Me. It's me. I like oh, you. I'm the God. guy that likes you.
2: Yeah. I like you too. No, this no, is crazy. Cool. Like last week I had uh, the nice lady with the deep voice and this yeah, week yeah. I got the, the young spry guy that <laughs> kind of looks like Steve Agey.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I've been, I've been getting that lately. Yeah. Yeah. I've been hearing yeah, that. You
2: know who else you look like? Who's that? That that uh, <laughs> that comedian Brian Persane. He's... Are you...
3: No, no, that can't... Listen, man, I, that's... I don't know. I don't know about that one. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I about see I... it. I
2: see it. There. I see <laughs> it. Yeah, you're having a good time. You're having a yeah, good right
3: time. Yeah, listen, I was having a good time, but I don't know about now. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, come true? on.
2: You're a good guy. You're like, you're jolly. You're big. Yeah, you know, true, you're kind of... Yeah, is so there, it's like, you know, you're kind of yeah. like the happy Mr. Green.
3: Oh, there, there you
1: go. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, you I'll t- I'll take it. I'll take, take it. it. I'm
3: like agree. the I'm on the on the Wario to Mr. Green's Mario, but it's like reverse, reverse reverse. yeah. It's the reverse. It's the inverse. Yeah. It's the inverse verse.
2: Is it is it the metaverse?
3: <laughs> Have you been yeah. to the metaverse? No, I refuse to go there. Oh yeah? Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I, I haven't gone there. It's, it's not, it's
3: not, it's... Like, I love,
2: I love the video. I love the I love to play the video games and things like that. Yeah. Like, the metaverse just seems like, I don't know, like, I think somebody's going to try to touch me in there, you know?
3: Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah, I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think that,
3: I don't think that that's an unfounded fear, old man. I think that yeah. that's, I think that that's exactly what happens in the metaverse. Oh I think that God. people try to touch old men. In the middle, the well, then
2: we should be telling people not to, we got to protect our old men. <laughs> well, no, because some old men
3: enjoy that, right? So they're oh, like, "I'm in, oh, oh, I'm okay, in, I get you." I want to be, I want to be touched.
2: I got you. But me, then, I just, you know, if you just give me a, a PS five, I'm good yep. for the evening. I'm all right.
3: Wow, really?
2: Oh yeah, you didn't know that big gamer here,
3: and you know how to work the controller, huh?
2: Well. Why do everybody ask me that? Like, I've been gaming since before gaming was yeah, gaming.
3: Yeah, yeah, Have you tried playing GoldenEye on a Nintendo Switch using the re- Nintendo Switch remotes? Do you know how to can you uh, do it's that? It's not.
2: A, I like, I break okay. out. If I'm going to play GoldenEye, I break out the N64.
3: Good, good, good. Because, like, I, but but if you could, like, I'd give you a gold medal because it's terrible.
2: Oh, okay. Well, then I might try because <laughs> I've never, you know, out of all my years, the one thing I've never gotten is a gold medal.
3: So, well, uh, well let's make it happen let's get I, I the old place, man of gold i
1: placed
2: bronze now. i place bronze in the javelin back in 64 yeah. okay but uh but what
3: nothing. about the but a high jump Is i don't oh, no, i don't do the high no jump no Fallsbury Fallsbury flop you didn't yeah you only jump forwards not backwards that's right that's right always forward never backwards fuck that falls that's right that's right fuck him in his backwards jump
2: that's right i go forward And I go hard. That's what I do. Hey, I'm supposed to read a synopsis. I think you have a job. You have a job. Yeah, I think. You know, I'm sitting this entire time waiting for you to do it. All (laughs) right, fine. Calm down. I'm catching up with you know, with with Steve Agee here. We're okay. We're good. Oh
3: oh, shit. All right.
2: Okay. John Wick uncovers a path to defeating the High Table. Oh, that's that's cool. But before he can earn his freedom, Wick must face off against a new enemy with powerful alliances across the globe. And forces that turn old friends into foes. You know, every time I read mm. the synopsis, it's like they they took a piece of my life and put it on the screen. It's like wow, it's a very slice of life for me. That's I, intense, uh, man. Yeah, no, I I look forward to seeing it then. Mm. You know, but now I'm gonna go back and play some video games, and I'm gonna I'm gonna break out my Switch and get the Golden Eye and see if I can get that gold medal. Figure it out,
3: yeah. I'm there you go, it. make it happen. That,
2: there he goes, the old man. What All a right?
3: what a fucking gem.
2: He is a gem. He is a gem. He's, he's a he's,
3: goddamn legend.
2: He is a national treasure. If he had he a is. nation. He is a man with no nation. So he's an international you, really? treasure. Wow. There okay. you go. Okay. okay. Oh. I could
3: have sworn he was from like down the street from, from like Stu
1: Hart.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like, tell you, could've... slugger, you know. Like... Oh, my God. Hey, I'll show you a thing or two, or you show me a
2: thing or two, and uh, make your eyes bulge you out there, son. You know, got a yeah, Bret Hart, Bret Hart, <laughs> greatest wrestler of all time. That's right. Well, that's that's,
3: that's right. true. I agree with you on that. That's one, right, Stu.
2: Yeah, it's a good thing I had that recording of Stu just lying around that I could yeah,
3: because yeah. yeah, I would listen. I was scared for at least a good.
2: Yeah, you second. think you think he's back, but no, I just. Oh my I,
3: God! Can you imagine Stu Hart? twisting you up fucking but it's like a zombie stew heart so you can't stop him there's nothing uh, There's not even the small shred of compassion you, you just gotta hope that
2: he goes tighter and tighter so his own bones break <laughs> it comes down yeah to
3: yeah, yeah the meat starts to just slip there off gross so
2: john wick chapter four hey
3: uh, you are very
2: excited about seeing this film. when i told you that's the film that yes. we're gonna be reviewing when you came on here you got really hyped Yeah. what are your thoughts on what might be the final chapter? Yes. Yes. Of so that, that's the John the word. Wick series?
3: That's the word on the street. Like Keanu and uh, Chad Stahelski seem to be uh, sowing the seeds that they might be taking a little break ski from the old John Wick universe, which, hey, listen, man, it's been nine fucking years. It's been nine years since the first yeah. one came out. Nine years. Keanu is 58 years old. And listen, we all know Keanu. Everyone loves Keanu. He looks great for 58 years old. Like he's almost 60. This is insane. Yeah. he looks great he's still kicking ass he's doing a great job but like, like i would i would also pause and say to myself do i want to continue um but what did i think man what did i think about john wick four? like what i will say about this movie is on a purely from a purely action standpoint this movie is a five out of five this movie is I'm a, I'm a, like, you know me, like, and I feel like the viewers and the listeners and everybody else who, the people who read the column every week, they, they get, they know, they know what I like at this point. Okay. I'm a big action guy. I love action movies. I love kung fu movies. I love like movies that understand how to frame an action sequence correctly because like you know there's lots of action schlock out there there's lots of things that you know people will put out and it's and one of the things that really pissed me off about the last 10 years of action movies was just like everything had to be the jason Bourne quick cut shaky can bullshit and like some people know what they're doing it looks it's good it works but most people don't they're just using it to hide the, the, the action and hide the, the, the shortcomings of the people that are doing the fights and whatnot. The John Wick series does not do that. They continue to not do that in this movie. Um, and I will say, like, the story is, is, it's just like the other John Wick movies. We understand what we're getting with a John Wick movie. It's going to have a straightforward story. We're not really there for the twists and turns in the story. What it's about is watching actors you enjoy being fucking badasses, giving fun performances, and Keanu Reeves participating in some of the most creative and beautiful and beautifully choreographed action sequences you're ever going to see committed to film. That's what these movies are about, right? And the, the the thing is, is that you could get away with just that. But I feel like with the series, since the Inception, and Stahelski as a director, and um, the cinematographer as well who's really grown up with the series is Dan Lauston. And, every 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 film in every entry in the series these guys i feel have improved at their craft they've they've gotten better in what they do and the stuff that you're seeing in this film number one the action sequences are each one (laughs) not not just has like a as a unique feel and a unique look and a unique kind of style of like even like the shots are using their weapons are using or whatever. They're telling it's it's almost like a wrestling match where there's like they're telling a story within the action sequence. And there's there's a sparsity of dialogue in this film and all the films in the John Wick series. But they do a tremendous job of telling you the story through the actions of the characters. And the action sequences are all purposeful. There's always something that's happening within the scene that's driving the story forward. And this movie's no different, man. Like the way that these that these action sequences look, the the framing of the of the sequences, the 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 actual like even the lighting, the compositions like it's I was watching this film and there was a particular sequence like throughout the whole movie. I was really just blown away by how beautiful it is, like legitimately beautiful. There's some legitimately breathtaking like shots. And speaking about an action movie that way is odd, is very strange. But legitimately, there's some really beautiful shots in this film but there was a sequence about three quarters of the way through the film, and I don't want to spoil it, but it takes place in a house and there's a special gun that John Wick gets in this sequence and the way that it's shot and the way that it's choreographed and just kind of like the way that they implement both the physical, like the actual practical effects and, and, and CGI, it is, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. And uh, it was you know from start to finish this movie was for me an absolute blast it's the longest movie by far in the john wick series at almost three hours long mm-hmm. but but I, I personally i never felt i never felt like it dragged um and the performances that you're getting and like yeah the performances you're getting out of everybody can who's always fun but specifically like lawrence fishburne uh, when you're talking about Bill Bill Skarsgård, I thought was absolutely phenomenal in this movie. He, he really kind of stepped it up to me. Uh, Lance Reddick, great as always, but you know, very sad. Yeah, given what's yeah, what's recently occurred.
2: Yeah, right at, the, right at the time that it was yeah. being released, totally. Uh, and, and Toronto's own
3: Shamir Anderson, baby. Yeah, like, Shamir yeah, Anderson was
2: in the film as well. Definitely great. He, uh, as a track. Of course, you should check out his nonprofit, the Black Academy, support it, helps sure. out uh, actors of color. Definitely. Uh, we got an so email. What do you think? Oh, well, we got an email you. in from Riley T. Who says, I agree with Mr. Chris. Uh, I hope the green <laughs> gets better. Andrew, great interview with AG. Thank you very much. Yeah. The old man always rocks. Are oh, you talking about me? Yeah, they're talking <laughs> about you. Oh, okay. A, you rock too. I love you. I thought he uh, had his
3: gaming headphones on. How do you? I hear can them?
2: hear everything. Wow! Holy shit! Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> the movie a ten. Excellent. Well, thank you, Riley. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to make it quick because uh, we got to get into the next segment okay. very soon. All right. All right. I'll say, people who have heard the show before know that I thought the first John Wick film was great. I thought the second and third John Wick films were just second act, long second act, and that. The action sequences were good but then like after when you're watching and you continue to watch it just becomes like too much mm-hmm. like it's okay oh my god we're in another action mm-hmm. sequence we're in another action and i felt like the beginning of this film was going to follow suit on this because mm-hmm. the first two scenes of the movie should have been teaser trailers shouldn't have even been in sure. the film
1: and yeah, then when I, I, you fo- I, I, yeah that's fair yeah yeah that's once, fair.
2: Bi- once bill Skarsgård shows up it's like okay we got some, okay, we're getting some character work. This, yeah, is, yeah, this yeah. is something yeah. new in a John Wick film, you yeah. know, where it's like the villain is actually, hmm, sure. okay. It,
3: good actor yeah. and yeah, exactly. important to the plot. Exactly.
2: And, and so, but then we get <laughs> into a point where it's just like action, 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 action. Some of it great, some of it, but some of it becomes redundant.
1: Mm.
2: When we got to uh, the big moments in France, the beginning half of the France thing annoyed me, and they they full up admitted it, that they were like, mm. we are doing an homage to the Warriors, and it's oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but then they went a bit too far with it. The radio station became <laughs> way too much in it. I'm like, yeah, I know you're just doing the Warriors, guys. Come on. Then we got to the steps. And that leads yeah. into the last half hour of the film. That yep. last hour of the film made me go, Okay, this is a great movie. This is a yeah. great movie because you got to see action, but you also got to see amazing character work. Sure. And you actually give for first time ever, you gave a shit about other characters in the John Wick film
3: right it's usually donnie yen you can't really, it. yeah
2: usually you only care about john wick sure. and so i say yes this was for me i would just watch one and four i just say jettison two <laughs> and three don't give a fuck <laughs> well one that's, and that's, four. that's
3: that's cuckoo bananas but uh i will quickly quickly add donnie yen i forgot to mention that was a fucking grave oversight he was absolutely phenomenal all the way through such yeah. a fun character but i will say did you not feel i don't want to again not spoiling anything the climax of the film, like the final battle of the film, was it not such a brilliant way to conclude the movie and and provide stakes for a character that is really difficult to provide stakes for in terms of putting them in physical danger? Like, it was yeah. such a fucking brilliant move. Such a brilliant move. Stroke of genius. Anyway, I loved it. I thought it yeah, was Yeah, I don't so
2: know. Good. I, I was, definitely think...
3: It was... I'm going to have to watch one again and see which one of the two is my favorite one, between one and four, because they're both crazy crazy good. right
2: so what are you saying you say people should see it in theaters
3: no fuck it they should skip it what are you yeah 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 see it in theaters see the see it a couple times at least tell everyone tell your friends tell your tell your dad tell your sister it's fun it's a good tell time sisters
2: okay sarah <laughs> got chris your says you should go see i got your john sister <laughs> yeah
3: yeah <laughs> i got oh, your weird. sister anyway
2: <laughs> okay well uh i think yeah if you're a john wick fan definitely go see it in theaters Um, As I said, someone who's not a huge Jen Wick fan, I actually enjoyed it. It was a little bit long at the beginning, but it definitely the ending pays off. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll be talking to Connie Wang of Tokens right here. It's Geek Card on Reality Radio 101. Want to advertise on Geekard and be heard by thousands of listeners? It's easy, it's simple, it's fun. Email us at geekardshow at gmail.com for information on our advertising packages today.
1: Welcome back to Geekard right here on Reality Radio
0: 101.
1: And now, back to your host of Geek Card, Andrew Young.
2: Welcome back to the show. Andrew Young here with Chris Johnson, filling in for Mr. Green. In just a moment, we're going to be talking with Connie Wang from Tokens. But first, just want to let you know, Chris, that uh, Mm. I got a text from oh. my sister, Sarah, during the <laughs> commercial break that says, okay, I'll see John Wick in theaters because Chris said to. Hey,
3: so they, there you go. See, Candy owes me $9. There you go. Or 9 to $15. Depending, depending on, you on where you, go, you
2: see. go see the film in North America. It. Yeah,
3: yes, that's right. Uh,
2: definitely. All right. Well, now it's time for our final guest of the evening. Uh, she is an actor who you can see in the web series Tokens, which is up for four Canadian Screen Awards, uh, Best Web Programmer Series, Best Direction, Best Supporting Performance, and Best Lead Performance for our guest here tonight. Connie wow. Wang, welcome to the program.
5: Hey,
2: thanks hey. so much. Hey. Well, thank Ooh. you for coming on. Uh So yes, yeah, so Tokens is up for a lot of awards, including also, uh, I know I just announced that the actor Awards, they have it up for Best Ensemble as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, what's it like getting all this recognition right now for your work?
5: It um, it's exciting for sure. Uh, a lot of joy, and yeah, just like fun. And it's surprising because like, oh, bam! Here's another one. Bam! Here's another one. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, it's for the web series tokens. Uh, for people who haven't hadn't had a chance to check out either season of the show, sum up what it's about.
5: Yeah. So it's about this on-call casting agency, right, that sends out their diverse actors Mm. to fill the quota for the day for certain productions. So then you just follow all these actors. Well, usually they are BIPOC Mm. (laughs) and the kind of shenanigans that they that they run into on set. And what's what's makes it extra funny is like there it's there's there's a lot of truth to it. So. <laughs> yeah. And it was, yeah, it was <laughs> interesting
2: as well that between the first and second seasons, because you guys had a little bit of break there, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of things were brought up in the industry that you guys got, and also, in, of course, in the social political world that you guys got to comment on in your second season, uh, of course, with the the CSLs and everything. Yeah. That uh, was like when you guys were putting that together, because I, uh, like, was it just so like, oh, we got to fit this in and that in sort of thing?
5: I there's definitely I did not write the series so I am I No, am the, I know, yeah. I know, yeah. Yeah. But definitely it was fitting in the CSLs I think that part is awesome because I see like you know companies and and you know certain organizations that do implement it. Mm. Right? So there's uh, it's just poking humor at it. Yeah. Like, what are we all trying to do here? Are we actually trying to move forward, or are we just trying to look good and just do it because everyone else is doing it?
2: Yeah, yeah, right. So, no, totally. Yeah. And and in that second season, your character Sammy, uh, well, at the end of the first season, of course, she has the big decision that she's going to try to not just be hammered in, hampered in by this uh, by this one casting agency and said, you know, break out, try to become a star. And uh, the second season sees her go about doing that. And one of the things she does off the bat is uh, gets herself a Hollywood agent, which I love the fact that she's only referred to as Hollywood agent in the entire (laughs) show. And that, of course, is played by the amazing Tara Strong. What was it like
5: working with Tara? Uh, It was incredible. Like, she is, she's a, you know, she's a very talented and successful voice actress. And she literally is like that in real life. She, like, (laughs) when the camera wasn't rolling, she just came out with a and she just she sings so much like she's got such an open voice so much energy um and we got close really fast too she's got a really big heart so working with tara strong was was um like it was very exciting it's very special too
2: yeah (laughs) definitely um so yeah so no uh really enjoy enjoyed the series and where things have have left off with it, um, uh, we'd love to see. I can't wait to see where it goes. I know that you guys uh, are really hoping that you guys can make it even bigger, mm-hmm. get it to a bigger platform, maybe get it to even like a network. Totally.
5: You know, it's time for mm-hmm. it's time for a thirty minute.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> like, it's like we've done enough of these ten minute episodes. Yeah, We're yeah. ready for the thirty.
2: Yeah. Come on.
5: Yeah, web series are 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 like that. I find. Um, most of my career has been, you know, uh, taken place with tokens. And I just, it's a lot of work, you know, <laughs> to get a web series done. Um, so it's definitely, it's time for a 30 minute.
2: Definitely. Yeah. Now, uh, with the Canadian Screen Awards, I believe this is, is this the first Canadian Screen Awards in like three years that's going to be back fully in person?
5: It'll be back in person. Yes.
2: Yeah. So you're excited about that? Because I know last year when you, last time you were nominated, it was... During COVID regulations time. So
5: absolutely. It was like, it was for me, the experience was like happy confusion. Yeah. <laughs> I found out I was nominated back in 2020. So I was like, whoa, how did this happen? And then literally two weeks later, we went into lockdown and I was just so bloody confused. I was like, well, now what? And then, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a blur too. And yeah, it was also for my, who i was at the time as an actress a lot of disappointment too mm. everything going online um so it feels great to come back three years later like let's do it again
1: yeah
2: <laughs>
5: this time you're gonna get the full experience
2: yeah. right. that's right there we go it's nice that you're nice that you, you didn't get robbed that you're gonna finally get that experience which is fantastic um yeah, uh again, uh one other person of course that I didn't mention that uh, you have a lot of scenes with on the show is uh the hilarious Shelley Thompson. Yeah. And you guys play off each other very well during this thing. And I I was there room for improv in the show? Did you guys get to improv at all?
5: Uh we did. Um but what I actually what I remember right now is Winnie Winnie is the director and creator of this of yeah yeah and she she's a genius um and what's great about her is actually how we work is like I come in and I'll just start improvising and what she does she goes no stop that <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: so uh, right now that I, as I'm thinking about it like I definitely brought came in with my ideas um but it was definitely scripted uh nice. and there's no, off the top and um maybe just like at at the end of certain scenes I know I've had moments of improv in between it's just like no <laughs> <laughs> which is so great cuz it's very telling of um how the specificity of uh what Winnie's creating and her vision
2: right totally and but when Winnie first came up with this idea you were like pretty much on the ground floor like you got to create your character not just in your performance but like within the development stages correct what was that
5: like totally it was um it was so fun um i actually met her at at a party she had just uh completed the women and directors chair uh program
2: oh yeah yeah yeah
5: i was very and i was very active with ACTRA the union at the time as well so I was there as like a diversity committee member and then she comes up to me and she's like you know you you seem really funny are, are, you, are you funny and I go yeah I'm, I'm, I'm hilarious <laughs> <laughs> are you an ACTRA you know actress I go yeah I am she's like this is great we gotta talk because I have a brilliant idea so she literally gave me a one sentence one sentence pitch like at that party and that was May of like 2016 Mm. and then by January of 2017 I was cast and we had many meetings around like my experience in the industry and she's got such a long um huge career right as script supervisor she was always like on set so that we always uh had a lot of jam sessions Mm. on, on like what we wanted to talk about um and it was great too because as Sammy Pang, the character I was playing, I felt like I was playing a younger version of Winnie as well. So the experience um, felt very, uh, it also felt very authentic because she's East Asian. I'm East Asian. She's like an older, more wiser, more experienced version of me, Winnie. So um, it, it, it felt very, uh, I felt like almost guided in like with her.
2: That's great. So she was, she's, she's not only been your, your director, uh, she's a mentor as well. That's fantastic.
5: Absolutely. Uh,
2: I will say that when you started telling that story about Winnie coming up to you at the party and saying, are you funny? I picture you'd be like, you think I'm funny? Like I'm some sort of clown here to amuse you. Is that it? Is that it?
5: Are you oh, being offended? Man. Yeah. I'm offended. coming <laughs> yeah. on my face.
2: <laughs> what, you think I'm hilarious? What the hell? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But that's uh but yeah, with the with the re- response of the, from uh, people, like, what's what's the kind of response people have had? Like, especially with people in the industry, are they like watching the show and going, "Yeah, I remember, I've seen that on set, I know that."
5: Yeah, there's a lot of like, also, oh thank God, it's almost like thank God we <laughs> said it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. get it out there, totally. Oh my God. Well, I think people should definitely check out uh, both seasons of tokens the first season's available on youtube the second season available on uh apple tv itunes and i believe there's somewhere else as well i can't remember exactly roku there you go you can find it on roku as well
5: first and second seasons are available on apple tv and roku tv
2: okay perfect so definitely people should check them out there very funny series Really looking forward to see what you guys do next and uh uh good luck with the awards. I'm rooting Ooh. for ya. Thank and, you. Thank uh, you. I hope I hope at the very least you get to have a nice time at the award show which you know as opposed to sitting in your living room waiting to find out. Definitely.
5: Yeah. Listen, my mom's coming. So you, you know go. it's going to yeah. be a
2: hoot. Definitely. <laughs> going to be a hoot. There you go. For people going to the CSAs Connie's mom's coming. You know <laughs> it's going to be a party. Definitely. All right, Connie. Well, thank you so much for talking with us. Have yourself a great night.
5: You too. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Okay. We've come to the end of the program, Chris. Are you happy? Are you happy with the experience you had here tonight?
3: I, I, I am. Of course, I'm overjoyed. I'm over the moon. It was a fucking blast as always. I get to swear, which is nice because I can around my kids. I see. I was
2: surprised it. you didn't ask Connie about her head getting exploded on the boys. Well,
3: you know, I, I, you, you want sometimes you want to ask people about their heads getting exploded, and sometimes you want to leave a little something for later. So you know, maybe some <laughs> okay, other time. Next, next <laughs> some time, other talk, time, The next time, next you, time you talk, time talk to, to Connie, Connie yeah. next time you talk to Connie, and I sit here, I'll say
2: that. There we go. Oh <laughs> my god. Well, we've come to the end of the program, Chris. Where can people find you?
3: Hey, uh, well, you can find me on the Twitters and Instagram at the Chris J. Johnson or at Chris J. Johnson, depending on which one you're at. And every week, me and you, we do the new comics blog on the com website. That's right. We
2: do. We yes, do. Sir. Definitely. Definitely. Yes, indeed. Uh, of course, all you great listeners out there. If you want to get a hold of us you can find us at geekartshow.com we got everything there we got reviews we got the new comics blog that myself and chris write we've got other podcasts and we have the podcast version of this very show it's available on mondays after 2 p.m eastern uh, but of course, the easiest way to make sure you don't miss an episode of Geek Art is to subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Be it the iTunes, the Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, wherever you catch your pods. And please, while you're there, leave a five star rating or review because it helps with the analytics. And you know, more people that know, the further we go. Definitely. And if you're looking for supplemental content, go to patreoncom geekguard, Sign up today. Become a Geek card again. You'll, you'll get to hear the January Men podcast uh, pilot <laughs> and maybe eventual other episodes as well. Listen, we if enough
3: people listen to it.
2: Yes, exactly. You know? Exactly. If enough people listen to it, we'll get another episode out there for you. Totally. That's right. And, of course, you can find us on the socials at Geek Heart Show, on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest. It's there. Find it. And uh, especially if you go to our YouTube right now, YouTube.com slash uh Card show we have a sizzle reel of events that happened at toronto comic-con when i was there so definitely go check it out uh i want to thank both connie wang and steve agee for coming on the program of course i want to thank chris johnson for being my co-host tonight for for steve agee (laughs) for peacemaker for new girl for john wick chapter four for my sister, Sarah, who's going to go see it now
1: because Chris told her to see it. <laughs> for
2: Connie Wang, for Tokens, for Mr. Green. Hope you feel better. For Chris Johnson and for Yuri in the Booth, this is Andrew Young saying, if you're going to geek out, you might as well geek hard on Reality Radio
1: 101. Thank you for listening to Geek Card with your host, Andrew Young and Mr. Green right here on Reality Radio 101.